0: Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online, find your tribe and grow a business doing the work you love on your terms. As a blogger, presenter and marketing mentor, I understand the ups and downs that come with putting ourselves out there and running our own show. This podcast is here to take you behind the scenes and share the strategies to help you succeed. So let's get into the show. Welcome to this episode of The Emily Osmond Show, and it's time to talk Instagram profiles. So in today's episode, I'm here to help you audit your own with a checklist of what you need in there. But before we get in, I do want to say a huge thank you to three more amazing people that have left a review on the podcast. So a huge thank you, Jess at Jess Worrell Photography. Jess is an amazing newborn and family photographer based out of Melbourne. And Danielle from and Ruby on Instagram. She creates super cute biscuits and is also blogging her way around the world. And also Sophie at Grounded Pleasures. And it's a family business based out of Ballarat and they create the like, best quality most delicious hot chocolate chai and they've recently launched marshmallows too to their range and also their packaging is just stunning so check them out at grounded pleasures on instagram all right so what's the go with instagram profiles and why does it matter so much well when someone searches for you on instagram or they stumble across you on there. They're going to make up their mind pretty quickly whether or not they want to follow you. And a big factor in this decision, because we've all got such short attention spans, we kind of just want to be like, are they for me? Are they not for me? Am I going to follow? Am I just going to keep scrolling on by? So, a big factor in this is what we have written in our Instagram bio. It's a really key part to get right if we do want to attract our ideal audience and also clients and customers for our business, which is. Is kind of the key thing we should be trying to do in our bio and it should really quickly and clearly communicate what we're all about and why they should follow us or not and it's totally fine to repel people that aren't for us and aren't for our business that's actually what our bio should do so people know if we're for them or if we're not for them. And so I'm all about showing up on Instagram as people, not as faceless companies and creating connections and relationships on there. And your Instagram bio can help you do this. So to make it super simple and actionable for you, I've put together a checklist that you can use to audit your bio. So let's get into it. Number 1, let's start off here. I want to make sure that you have your name in your bio. So, we want to ensure that your audience actually knows who's behind the account. And if we want people to connect with us, which we do, we need to put our name to our Instagram, and we can do this by adding it into our bio. So, I do know that if you're running an Instagram for a company, then maybe if it's if you've got, you know, a founder and lots of staff there, maybe consider having the name of the founders in the bio. Or you could have the person managing the account. Just ensure that if that's the case, if if, if it is not a sole trader or a small business, make sure that you are weaving lots of photos of your team into your post to create that personal connection. And also, like it's so important to have your name in there because when people go to message you and send a direct message on Instagram, they want to know who's behind the account so they can actually address you by name rather than saying, hi, I'm sorry, I'm not quite sure like what to call you, what your name is. So make sure that you have your name in your Instagram profile. Number two is your face. So your audience can't connect with you if they never see you. So your profile photo should be a clear, high quality photo of your face. If you don't have professional photos, don't worry, just take a selfie. It'll be fine. You don't have to get it perfect. And if it doesn't make sense to use a photo of you for your profile picture, so if it is a larger company, then you do have my permission to use your logo, but be sure to bring in plenty of images of you or your team through your posts so that you do like create that personal element and bring that people into your brand because it's actually proven in a recent, study by the University of Oregon that brands with faces and people in them are actually more likable. So that's a really key one to bring in. So consider actually having your profile picture there as a photo of you or your team or whatever it might be. Number three, a connection statement. So let me just explain what I mean by this one. I don't want you to just tell us what you do But I want to actually understand why you do it, who you do it for and what it means for them. So we want to make sure that your ideal audience actually read your bio and think, oh, this is for me. And a connection statement or two is how we connect with our ideal audience. Let me just give you an example here. One of my students, Alex Gourlay. So she's an interior designer and her Instagram handle is vellum underscore interiors. And so in her Instagram profile, she could just say interior designer or she could say design studio. But no, she thinks what is going to make her ideal client know that she is perfect for them. So instead, Alex has designing Sydney's most beautiful beach and harborside homes. So suddenly, her clients that live in that area, that want to have their home that's on the beach or harborside be one of the most beautiful in the area, they're like, Alex, you are for me, tell me more, rather than if she just had... Something like Sydney Interior Designer, it's a huge difference. So think about how you can connect with your ideal customer in your profile. I want to give you one other example of this. So another of my students who does a stellar job of this is Naomi of B underscore in your element. And instead of saying personal trainer in her profile, she includes zero six pack selfies so if you want to go to a place where everyone's kind of in front of the mirror taking pictures of their abs, then you'll know Naomi is not for you. But if that sounds like your idea of hell, then you'll be like, Naomi, help me! I am coming to you. I am not for this whole like getting my six pack out. So she's letting you know if she's for you or if she's not for you before you even inquire and then go on to work with her, which actually helps to attract and then convert more of the right clients more easily and save time to avoid inquiries from people who aren't going to be the right fit. Number four, functional information. So this one's about how can you help your audience quickly find key information? An example of this would be your location. And I often come across profiles and I'm like, where are you based? And that's great. You're a makeup artist, but are you in America? Are you in Sydney? Can you help me? I'm in Melbourne. And I just don't know where you're based. So Don't make me go to your website and then try to find that information. Don't make your audience work hard. Give them that key information without them having to search for it. Some other examples. If you're a store, add your opening hours. And if you get asked like all the time, things like, do you offer lay-by? Do you offer gift wrapping? Add that in cafes think about what you get those dms asking you about maybe add in there that you do offer vegan options just help your audience to actually choose you don't make them kind of work too hard for it give them that key information in your profile number five a call to action. So you wanna tell your audience where to go next using it's kind of like a marketing term but it's called a call to action or a CTA. So for example, you might put in the last line in your bio something like click below to get our free guide or book your welcome chat or read our story Or join our email community. Or if you're a cafe, check out our menu. Have a bit of a think where you want your audience to go next. And add that call to action as the last line in your bio. So it sits above the website link that you have. And you can also insert a little emoji hand or arrow pointing down to it to just really encourage people to click it which leads me to the last part. And this is thinking about what link you have in your bio. So a strategic link. So don't just leave the link to your website there. We've only got one link and we want it to work hard for us. So have a think where you actually want someone to go. If it's the first time coming across you, is there a better place rather than just kind of like landing on the homepage of your website And then going from there, where do you want to send them? So for the instance of the cafe, if you know that a lot of people, and I can tell you this is what I do, is that I will go and look at the menu before I decide to go there add that link in your profile, actually to take someone straight to your menu. So have a think about what that is for you and then update that link in your bio to make it work really, really hard for you. So there you have it, a super quick six tips to actually create a really hardworking profile for you. Get your name in there, get your face in there, create a connection statement, have some really helpful functional information, make sure you've got a call to action and then also a strategic link. Before I sign off for this episode I want to remind you that this October the 25th to the 27th I'm running a business retreat in the beautiful country Victorian town of Trentham and it's an opportunity for you to spend a full weekend stepping away from doing all the busy stuff in your business to actually kind of take a bigger picture overview look at it and work on your business and have me there for the full weekend to do that with you. This retreat is all about about taking your business and your brand to the next level to help you create a stronger connection with your audience, become more known as the go-to in your field, create a more premium experience and create more profit in your business. So there's going to be three deep dive workshops, a small group of incredible women in business that are already booked. We've got a couple of spots left. There's gourmet meals and two stunning venues, including my amazing client, Acre of Roses, will be taking over the venue for the weekend. To find out more, go to emilyosman.com forward slash retreat. Like I said, we've got the last few spaces. So do get in quick. Just send me a message if you want any more information or to discuss. Otherwise, I so hope you could make it.